An event often described as interstate rivalry. Or is it simply one where brothers become enemies three times? Bleed Blue. The New South Wales State of Origin Podcast. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Bleed Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Tucker. Each week we'll chat everything State of Origin related with Blues legend and a man who represented New South Wales on 17 occasions between 1984 and 1991, Steve Blocker-Roach. Hey, Blocker. Ah, Ralphie, only one more sleep until war, son. How good is Oh, mate, it's outstanding. You're in enemy territory ahead of Game 2. How's it all going up there in Brisbane? Enemy, smenemy. I went and did a street talk for our website today at mswrl.com.au and I didn't see one bit of maroon in the plaza. I couldn't believe it. I was going to say, what's it like when you're walking the streets there? Normally it's full of uh, characters in their maroon jumpers. Well, I give it to them as much as I can, but I can't tell the difference between maroon and crimson. I think maroon might be a little bit darker. Yeah, I think you might be right. Now, you've been retired a long time. The Queenslanders still give you a stick when you're walking the streets? They hammer me, mate. But it's all in good fun. I mean, I, I respect what they've done. And, uh, you know, the two sides that are going to go at it tomorrow night, you know, they respect each other. There's no doubt about that. Uh, big day here in Queensland today. The Fogs, former Origin greats, sit together. I think there's about 400 of them. <laughs> I was too scared to go to the function. You steered clear of that. It might have been a good thing. What's the mood like in the in the Blues camp heading into tomorrow night? Pretty good, mate. I can't understand, you know, the young blokes. They don't really, they don't really care for it anymore, mate. They just go along their business. They're used to playing in big games week in and week out. I say to the new blokes coming in, I say, hey, listen, you know what you're in for when you play Queensland on the home ground? It doesn't seem to worry them. Well, that's obviously a good thing if they're feeling nice and relaxed. Um, or would you per- perhaps like to see them a little bit more fired up like yourself? I want to see people fired up. It's the night before the war begins. Uh, I, I can't understand how they're just like, like just hanging in there and away they go, you know, the new deputants, you know, Jack Bird and those sort of guys. Doesn't look like it worries them too much, you know. Now, there's certainly no lack of motivation. The equation's pretty simple, isn't it? Do or die. Yeah. You're right. You're 100% right. You know, at the start of the series, you've got to win two games to win the Origin series. Now, we're at the same predicament. We lost the first game. We've still got to win two. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can get away with Queensland tomorrow night. A lot of passion in the game. They always find something to hang their hats on with Corey Parker announcing his retirement. 16 years in first grade. Wow. What a warrior. He's not the type of bloke that made, you know, 30-metre breaks like Gordon Tallis, but... Uh, if you need the bloke there in the 80th minute to roll his sleeves up, he was always there for him. So, mate, great career. Uh, they're going to hang their head on, their hat on that. And, um, you know, they're always trying to find something. I was going to say, uh, I mean, if it's not them conjuring up some kind of sentiment for a retiring warrior, there seems to be some kind of gastro bug or flu going through their camp. The gastro bug? I don't think I'd be that scared if we were coming to Queensland to play against them. You know what happens when you've got a gastro bug, don't you? Yes, I appreciate what you're saying. They're soiling their duds at the prospect. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I didn't think they'd be that scared. Oh, dear. You haven't lost it one little bit. I love the fact that you're even fired up a little bit more when you're in enemy territory. It's outstanding. Mate, you're 100% right, mate. And that's what I tried to do when I was playing, mate. Just make, make out what the Queensland, I call it Lang Park, the Queensland people were behind us instead of a gimmick. Uh, the big secret for New South Wales tomorrow night is trying to keep the crowd quiet for the first 20 minutes. If we can do that and go with them for the first 20, I mean, 
you know, I'm pretty confident. How important is it taking the crowd factor out of it? Because obviously they create a huge amount of noise when things are going right, but when things aren't going as well, uh, they do tend to drop off in their intensity. Ralphie, the second time that I played in Queensland, uh, a week before I went to learn sign language, as you come out to play against Queensland, at Queensland, at Lane Park, I've got to, I've got to call it, uh, you can't hear yourself think. The, noising, the noise is deafening. Uh, so a little bit of sign language. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying, but anyway, I was using it. I don't know if my teammates understood. Do you remember that first game at, at Lang Park? I do. I made my debut for State of Origin at Lang Park. My heroes when I was growing up was Arthur Beeson and Craig Young. He got knocked out in the first minute, uh, Craig Young. And I was thinking, wow, <laughs> what do I do now? But anyway, it's amazing how you survive. And what was that experience like as a, a young 22-year-old running out onto the cauldron? Oh, mate, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't that worried about playing against Queensland. I was more worried about winning the respect of my teammates to think, you know, this guy's all right, you know. But after Craig got knocked out, I, I think I, I surrendered meekly. No, no. <laughs> now, I've heard the Steve Mortimer Caxton Street story a hundred times. I think yep. you should tell it again. Well, you know, you know what the most embarrassing thing is now. They don't go past Caxton Street because the officials and the uh, the law-abiding citizens and the police don't want you to go past it. We went past it a million times, and I loved it. I remember going past it one time, and we got pelted with uh, with stands, four stands, by the way. And Steve Moore said, "Stop the bus! Stop the bus!" And we all come down the front of the bus, and we said, "Right, we're going to take these mongrels on." Mind you, there's only 17 of us and 5,000 of them. And as soon as they bolted towards the bus, he said, start the bus, start the bus, let's get out of here. Oh, I love that story. I love it so much. It's just a shame that they don't uh, head down Caxton Street anymore due to, you know, occupational health and safety and all that sort well, of stuff. I, well, I actually played in the game when they sent Wally Lewis at Lang Park to the Sindin for five minutes. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. I do. They showered us with four x cans. I had a sip and threw one back. Yeah. Mate, it's, a, it's an ordinary drink. Fair dinkum. I don't know how they drink that. Well, you know why it's called Forex, don't you? Because they can't spell beer. <laughs> That's it. A good one. An only bit a good one, Ralphie. Well done. Uh, now, since we last spoke, there's been a change to the blue side with Josh Morris coming out. It means Dylan Walker slots into the centres. Jack Bird, as you said, makes his debut off the bench. Morris has done a, a really terrific job in keeping Greg Inglis quiet over a, a couple of series now. It's a big task for Dylan Walker, isn't it? It certainly is. You can look at it a couple of ways. Uh, I, I said, I hope you're ready for it, son, because he's going to try and rip your ears off. Um, he's going to try and use his pace to defend. But I'll, I'll tell you what, Greg Inglis in the last couple of weeks, I don't know if his knees are right. Um, he's been burnt on the outside a couple of times. Uh, Dylan Walker's got wonderful pace. So, uh, mate, expect him to run the football. I think we're going to see a better 10 minutes in game two. I think we're going to see an open game of footy, and I reckon we're going to see some points. That's certainly the, the case up there for, for game two traditionally or whenever the game is played at Suncorp Stadium. But ultimately, defence is going to win you the game, isn't it? No, you're 100% right, mate. The, the team, if you have a look at all the stats and all the great players that have played the game and you know have a look at all the fullbacks, Slater and all that, they all talk about how great attacking players they are, although he's not playing this game. He would save as many tries as he scores. I think a big plus for, for all the players that are playing, the, the ability to stop tries. Uh, but, you know, if they do keep them apart tomorrow night, I reckon we're going to see an avalanche of points. So I hope it is for the fans. There was a lot of people that didn't like the first game. I loved it, actually. 
Queensland win by two points, but in saying that, I, I love the uh, I love the battle, but I'll also love seeing both sides open up tomorrow night. You mentioned Jack Bird earlier on. Um, you said that he was pretty relaxed going into the game. Surely the nerves have to be starting to kick in at, at around this point. Well, it has to kick in at some stage, doesn't it? But like, these blokes, if you have a look at a, you know all the games that that it, the young fellows play now, they don't really they don't really care about the atmosphere and what's happening. I just hope. I just hope those sort of guys are ready because this is something that you've never, ever experienced. I spoke to all the debutants after the game in, in game one and said, look, if you think you've got origin conquered, uh, think again until you're playing Queensland. It's tenfold of what everyone thinks it is. And uh, get ready. Ready yourself for uh, you know an onslaught. You like Tyson Frizzell in the in the side as well. Uh, he's, the t- he's the type of player that will give you plenty of impact when he gets his opportunity, won't he? You know what I love, Ralphie? You know, all this left and right. We're going to replace someone with a left-back rower and a right-back rower. And they talk about middlemen and all that sort of stuff. You know what I love about him? Tyson Frizzell says, mate, give me the ag and I'll play wherever you want me to play. If they want to play on the road, I'll play. So they're the sort of players that you want in your football side. Now, down to the game itself, what do New South Wales have to do better this time around to actually get over the top of Queensland? Well, there's a couple of things you've got to do. You've got to silence the crowd in the first 20 minutes. I would be be kicking the ball. Every time I got in a position, whatever tackle it was, I'd be kicking the ball down to Darius Ford, who had a great game in the first game. But, mate, he comes a light 20 metres, 30 metres out from our line. Uh, I don't think he's real keen running the ball off off his own line. So, mate, I'd be kicking long and I'd be putting some pressure on the fullback. You think Laurie's going to make any late changes to the side? Gee, I'd like to see Clemmer or Fafita get a chance to run on with the side rather than come off the bench. Do you know what? I reckon they'll get a lot more game time in the first half than what they did in game one. And I was sitting there and I saw Queensland a little bit tired 10 minutes ago before half time, and I'm sitting there going, mate, put Clemmer on. They saved him. It was a 22-minute half time. Put him on the second half. It's a little bit too late. I would have liked to see him get a little bit of a run in that first half. But, mate, you know, they've got a lot of big bobbers on the on the bench and a lot of these guys play long minutes for their club. It's hard to fit them all in. You know, we have a look at Dylan Moore that come on, played in the middle, only played nine minutes. So, you know, it's hard to fit them all in, but let's hope we see them in the first half, everyone. Take us inside the sheds. What will Laurie say to the players before they, they run out tomorrow night? I think it'll be all about no fear, mate. You know, let's, uh, let's go on. Uh, let's go out there. We've got nothing to lose. Let's... Uh, you know, we respect them, but we don't fear them. Let's go out and uh, try and throw the football around a, a little bit. If it's a if it's a good ten metres, let's uh, you know let's put some gas on them. Let's put some heat on them. I thought we did that in the first game, although we lost at the end of the day. But there were times when Queensland looked tired, and you know if you got your foot on their throat, you got to you know you got to tread on them then. You know, so hopefully we can see you know blokes that have played and had an extra training, you know, a week of training to get out there and, uh, and and play well. You know, the halves have had a chance now, uh, their second origin. We played well in the first one, only lost by two points. I expect a better effort in the second one. Now, I noticed the Queenslanders were up to their usual sort of unsettling tricks in the last training session before the game at Suncorp Stadium, putting on a little highlights package for the Blues there in that, in that training session of Queensland tries just as they were coming out to train today. Yeah, good gamesmanship. Uh, obviously, we uh, we have to tell someone to turn it off. They didn't. <laughs> but I tell you what, they scored some good tries too. But, <laughs> Were you uh, watching you it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't take much notice of it, really. But uh, that's all gamesmanship, and 
you know, you, you've got to do whatever it takes to win. And, and, you know, if they think they can get an advantage that way, why not do it? We'll wrap it up in a sec, Blocker. But finally, I want you to give us a full-time score and a man of the match, please. Oh, I hope we win by one. Mate, I don't really care if we win by one. Uh, man of the match. Look, I, you know, I think, you know, with the, the amount of games that he's played and he's got under his belt, I'm going to go for James Tamu. I hope he, uh, I hope he fires up tomorrow night. He's played a lot of Origin games now. He knows what it's all about. And uh, let's have he, let's have he stick with the Queensland. Now, how's your preparation been going into the, the game tomorrow night? Oh, mate, you know, I'm a little bit tired. I've been run off my feet with, uh, you know, with media commitments. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just cruising, mate. You know me, mate. I'm just doing me best. Just uh, until I get the tap on the shoulder. It's a bit like when you're a player, mate. You know, at some stage, someone comes up and says, listen, big fella, you've had enough. Uh, move on now. I think I've been doing this for 15 years now as... Uh, I don't even know what I do. A mentor for New South Wales? I'm expecting a tap on the shoulder pretty soon, but let's hope we go out with a win before they do that. Let's hope indeed, Blocker. We'll chat next week, and hopefully we're talking about a decider in Sydney in a couple of weeks' time. Well, you know what I'm hoping, mate? If we win, you won't be able to get into the joint. If we lose, their mums and dads won't even go and watch them. That's how desperate it is. <laughs> All right, Blocker. <laughs> enjoy the game, and we'll chat again next week. Thanks for your time, Ralphie. Have a good night, mate. Good on you. There he is, Steve Blocker-Roach. And if you enjoyed today's Bleed Blue podcast with Blocker, tell your mates, share a link on social media, check us out on Facebook and Twitter by searching for Bleed Blue. You can also download and subscribe in iTunes, and please leave a rating or review so more blues fans can jump aboard the bandwagon. Until next time, I'm Ralph Tucker, and you've been listening to the Bleed Blue podcast. fans you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter and for all the latest state of origin news head to nswrl.com.au up the blues